Hey everyone, this is our Midweek Leadership Podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. Again, that this is the most important meeting that we could have this week for our church. Um, There is nothing more important, and the reason that there is nothing more important is because if the Spirit of God is not doing stuff in our church, then nothing is happening in our church. It's it's just a lot of uh, busy work that, that looks and feels like we're doing a lot of work, but it's not the Spirit of God. And so um, I would encourage all of us, again, that um, it's not just this time, but it's consistency with our relationship with God, and it's consistency in our prayer life, and it's consistency in uh, reading our Bibles and spending time in the presence of God. I I was telling somebody this a couple days ago, that... um, a lot of times we attribute change to revelation, meaning that once we get a good idea, that's the thing that has been holding us back from change. I'll give a little illustration, meaning uh, it's, it's this kind of diet that I needed to get me healthy. I was waiting all this time for Atkins. And then I, that's what I needed. Well, then that didn't work. Uh, and then somebody jumps on the next. Why, why do they keep having these fad diets all the time? You know, like, or I'm just talking about health. Um, and a lot of times we feel like, oh, it was an idea that I didn't know that that's what is going to change me. That actually is not. That helps. It's great to have information, and it's imperative that we have revelation. But honestly, the thing that we see that changes us is consistency. You just got to stick at it. Whatever has been working for you, just keep going there. It's consi- but, but consistency isn't sexy. Like, you know, like it's, it's, it's more, we would like to talk about a better idea or, ooh, I know something that no one else knows. And so this is what, I, I have the secret that's going to do, right? Like this is, this happens in finances all the time. Let me tell you about this thing and this is what you got to do with your, fi- no, it's just consistency. Spend less than you have consistent over a long period of time, you'll be very wealthy. That's it. But it's the consistency thing that kind of gets at us. And, and, and so I, I want us to understand why, why, why does consistency, um, why, why don't we uh, have that consistency? Why, why do we not see it as something really important? Because we all know it. We all sit here right now and be like, oh, yeah, I got that. Like, yeah, okay. But we say, yeah, okay, and then we're kind of like, so on to the next. Instead of like just letting, I love what Lacey was saying on Sunday, that, that part in Scripture where it says, Selah, think and ponder. Like instead of just having that Selah moment around consistency and be like, 
oh yeah, it's that sixth day when I feel like I just don't need to do it. That's the one that's kicking my butt. Oh, it's day 14 when I feel like I've got it down so I can ease up. That's what's kicking my butt. So, so why does that, I, there's a lot of reasons I think that happens. I can't talk about all of them this morning. Um, I just want to talk about one that I feel like might be some of our reasoning. Um, it's Matthew chapter 22, verse 8 through 14. And Jesus is telling a parable, and so he's, uh, he's explaining this big party that the king wanted to throw, uh, a wedding banquet, and um, he invited all of these wealthy and well-known guests, and none of them came. And so he said to his servants, this is the king in verse 8, uh, Matthew 22, he sa- and he said to his servants, the wedding feast is ready, and the guests I invited aren't worthy of the honor. So who Jesus is talking about here, he's not talking about like, like guests like of, of regular, uh, just a wedding. He's actually talking about um, his Jewish family. He's talking about the Israelites. That's, that's who Jesus is talking about. He's saying they were the honored guests. These were the honored guests that, that I had invited at the very beginning. And now they're not worthy of the honor. And so he's basically saying, hey, they missed it. I don't understand why they don't want to be in this, but for whatever reason, they're not. And so, but then I love love these words. These words were kind of getting into my heart. uh, Worthy of the honor. Do we look at what Jesus is inviting us into as an honor? Do we see every Sunday morning that we get to serve as an honor? Do we see every moment that we get to welcome a, a child into one of our classrooms as an honor or an obligation? Do we see every time that we get to get up early on Sunday and be here before everybody else, do we see that as an honor or as an obligation. And here's the thing that I'm, uh, I'm going at with consistency. And, and, and the reason that a lot of time, uh, again, I'm going to remind us again of the beginning. It's not revelation that's important. It's not the idea. It's not the, ooh, I'm smarter than everybody else. It's actually our consistency that brings about major change. So, so why are we losing the consistency? Why, are we ha- why do we have leaders that are great for a sprint but don't understand Christianity is a marathon, not a sprint? And this is about the long game, not the short game. Why are we keep missing people? Because a lot of times I believe we lose that this is an honor. We forget to remind ourselves that this is an honor. We forget to remind ourselves again, because we've been doing it for a while, it starts to become mundane and it starts to become something that we don't put the 
honor on. That's why people at the very beginning are really awesome with their finances, with a new kind of way of doing their finances or a new kind of way of doing a diet. And they're like, this was it. This is what I needed. This is the secret sauce. And they're really great at the beginning because it's an, it's, it has honor. It's something different. It's something that they're putting their attention on. But the moment they start going two weeks later and week and, and, and day 13 is kicking their butt and saying, I've been doing good enough. I can lay back at that moment you you treated that thing as regular you treated that thing as average you treated that thing as something familiar and familiarity is where we lose consistency when we start getting familiar I, I want you to say this is not just my thoughts look look what happens now go out to the street corners and invite everyone you see first of all i love this language because this is our church language invite everyone you see Every, everybody you see everybody that's in your lane invite them to be a part of what's happening here at church i'm going to say this again so we all see invite everyone you see this is, this is uh, leaders in this room. Invite everyone you see. You were invited once. You were invited once. Every single person in this room was invited once. And you're so thankful you were invited once. But who is that person who's, who's sitting who hasn't been invited yet? Invite everyone you see. So the servants brought in everyone they could find, good and bad alike, some of us like think, oh, these would be good to bring to our church. Get, get the good and the bad. Get the people that you'd be like, no, they don't need to come. Yes, absolutely, they, they're the ones we want. Good, good and bad alike. And the banquet hall was filled with guests. This is, this is where it gets like, what? But when the king came in to meet the guests, he noticed a man who wasn't wearing the proper clothes for a wedding. Friend, he asked, how is it that you are here without wedding clothes? But the man had no reply. Then the king said to his aides, bind his hands and feet, throw him into outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashings of teeth for many are called, but few are chosen. That just seems pretty harsh, right? I mean, we all understand a attire, the dress attire, you know, we, we all get it. Oh, they have a dress code. Like when you go to a restaurant or something, but if you were in the wrong clothes and they like bind your hands and feet and threw you outside of the restaurant, you'd be like, that's kind of harsh. You know what I'm talking about? Like that, that would be like, that, I, don't know, I don't know if I want to ever talk to those people again. Cause they're crazy about like, and so you start reading this and in our minds, we start thinking, wow, that's kind of harsh. And when it gets kind of harsh, then we just push it out of our mind and think, well, I just don't understand that, so I'm just going to go to the next verse. Instead of understanding what the meaning here is. So the meaning isn't, it's like, um, a lot of times we would read this and think like it's the rich thumbing, our no, thumbing their nose at the poor who couldn't afford wedding clothes. That's not what this is talking about because everybody in Jesus' day had wedding clothes because weddings were, that's where everybody had a certain thing that you wore that you went to 
a wedding, and everybody went to weddings. It wasn't just some people. It was everybody. It was a town affair. So it wasn't like anybody didn't have wedding clothes. It was that they were, cho- they were chosen not to wear wedding clothes. So the, the, the idea here is, is if it's like you and your spouse or your family or whatever, uh, your, your friend, or you guys got invited to a state dinner at the White House and you showed up in PJs. That's how it's like. We all understand that, right? Like you got an invitation to that, whether you like the president or you don't like the president, or you like the Senate or you don't like, you're going to a party at the White House at a state dinner where everybody's coming, you're gonna look good. You're gonna make sure that you look good. Why? Because it's special. Do you see, you see where we're going here? It's special. It's different. I don't eat at the White House every day. There's an honor with me being in this room. So you start seeing God's expectation for how we treat being invited into his kingdom and being his ambassadors to a world who needs grace. You start seeing how God wants us to treat, and here is the thing that God wants us to make sure that we don't get familiar with being in this place. Because here's here's the issue. Once you've been coming to the church for a while, and this could be any church, when you start uh, going to any church for a while, once you start being in your job for a while, it stops being new and starts being uh, routine. And once you start getting in a routine, then you start getting into this comfortable situation where you just like everybody to, you like that you know everybody's name and you like where you uh, walk around and know every nook and cranny in the church and you know everything in your uh, job that you need to do. And once that routine routine starts getting set, then what starts getting set is familiarity to where you're used to the um, you're you're used to the pile of junk in the corner that we don't talk about and no one cleans up. You're used to where people walk by uh, our, 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 our kids area and we don't really greet them the way that we should greet them because we're just used to those people walking in. We're used to new people coming in and not really treating them like there you are but just like oh well you're welcome to come to our church um you know, it's pretty awesome. You'll probably like it too. We stop, we stop understanding how important it is that we get to be in the room and that we get to, uh, we are actually invited. We kind of, uh, we, we go in this thing where it's not an honor anymore. It's, we're, we're treating everything with familiarity. We're so used to where we've been in this church for a while. And as a leader, you start getting familiar. At one point, you weren't familiar. At one point, you got here before everybody else was for huddle. At one point, you were always ready to go jump in and go at one point you were always like what can I do what can I do what can I do this is the best thing ever this is the best thing ever and then at some point you showed up at a state dinner with PJs on at some point you you showed up and you're like well it's, you know it's just just another meeting of the nations 
Hopefully they got good food. Instead of realizing what kind of honor it is. And that's why Jesus said, again, I'm going to go back to the beginning. It's not revelation. It is not, it's not like a special wisdom thing that you get to know. And you're like, oh, that was the special thing that I needed to know that's going to help me go into overdrive. It's not that. It's consistency. How do we get consistency and how do we drop consistency? How do we keep going? How, how do people stay at, at fired up leaders for years and years and years? And how do you treat every Sunday like it's the first Sunday? And how do you keep moving along? And, and, and how do you keep that consistency? This is just one, you, you treat it with honor. It's different. You treat it with honor. You don't treat it with disrespect. You don't, you don't show up just thinking, well, somebody's going to do it at some point. Because this is what Jesus said. I didn't say this. Jesus said this. There are many who are called, but few are chosen. He, he said there, there are many who I want to be in this area. At the, the, so, so translate into our, uh, our situation. There are many who I've called to be leaders. Do you know how many great pastors have some of the best sermons you've ever heard that preach just fire? Incredible. But their church is just shaky and rocky at best. Because it's not about that. There's, there's some there's consistent consistency that has to happen. And there's also some, some honor that needs to happen. And there's also some treating this thing with some respect. And, and, and treating this thing like it's the first Sunday. And so um, I'm not trying to make anybody, like, you know, feel any kind of feelings of, because, like, guilt really doesn't help us change. It, it actually, guilt actually makes you just shrink back. Shame doesn't help you change. It just helps you shrink back. And those are the devil's tools. So once we hear things that are good for us, uh, the devil will jump in real quick and start telling you, oh, you're so terrible and you're so bad. And remember all these things that you did and all that. Just so you know, that's condemnation. And, that, and that's not the spirit of God. But if you start feeling a little prick in your heart or like, ooh. I let this slide a little bit, but I can do better. That's what is called not condemnation, but conviction. And that comes from the Holy Spirit. So understand the different voices. Because every time God gives you a, a, a mandate, the devil will try to sleep, uh, sneak in there and tell you something else. So just, I mean, this is not anything new, but this is why when God said, you can eat it all of these trees. You can eat it all of these trees. Then the devil comes in and says, did he really say so, so just so you know, like, like you got to fight these voices and understand what, when the Holy Spirit is, is bringing you conviction. And then you start, and then after, after this, you start walking in consistent grace to where you start just consistently showing up to God and saying, God, I need your help. 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 It's not anything but that. And I tell you, if we're consistent with that prayer, God, I need your help. I need your help today. I need your help today. I need your help today. Guess what you start coming into Sundays with? Honor. 
It's not familiar. It's not mundane. It's not the same old, same old. That's what we do. Because I, I, we are walking in, and, and all of us are going to hear this again when I talk uh, to all of our serve teams um, Wednesday, I, I don't know, the 23rd, uh, Wednesday the 23rd, um, on Wednesday night, 6.30. Thanks, honey. Um, when I talk to everybody about this, but we're, we're walking in the most um, poignant couple of months in our church's history right now. God has been continually telling me this and showing that there is nothing like these next couple of months in the history of our church. And, and I don't want to miss it. I, I, I don't want to miss it by showing up to a state dinner in PJs thinking it's just another Sunday. I'll say this and then we've got to be done because Lord. Um, over the last two weeks or three weeks, honey? Last two weeks? We've, almost, uh, we've had, um, with kids and all this, almost 30 to 40 people who are brand new to our church. Came for the first time to our church. In two weeks. That's a humongous number. Each week. Each week. So, God's trying to do something. And I want to just catch up to what he's doing. And I don't want to miss it. And I don't want to treat that as familiar. And I don't want to just get up there and preach another sermon and be like, that's good enough. And, and I, I just don't want to uh, treat people who are walking through our doors like, well, I don't know their name, but I'm sure somebody does on to the next, you know, like it's just, you just start treating people familiar and you're, you're just treating the church familiar and you're just used to all of this stuff. And I just don't want to miss these things. And I know we, nobody does in this room. And so I'm just reminding us again, like, Hey, one of the things, this is just one, there's other things, but there's one that's going to help us with consistency. Honor. Don't let it get familiar. Pray, God, help me. Help me see this new. Help me see this new. Jesus, we pray that you would help us, God, to keep honor where honor is supposed to be. Uh, Father, help us not get familiar. Help us to see things the way that we should. Jesus, we can only do this by your grace. We can't work this out. This has to be your grace. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody say amen. Hey, church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week. We'll see you then.